Warning. Warning. This show contains mature content. Listener discretion is advised. Are you ready to get your mind blown? One angry New York City Puerto Rican decided to start a radio show. Determined to piss the world off by shoving a mirror in front of society's face. He kicked them in the balls. What are you? Who are you? This is the Crotch Shot Radio Show. Crotch Shot Radio Show. This is not a test. This is a broadcast transmission. We're going to stay on the air. And now, and now, the windy, the windy. Radio show where we kick the issues in the balls. We are on an active war against bullshit. We would do anything, everything to expose bullshit. The ends sometimes justify the means. So if you're angry, want the truth exposed, and strap in the prepared to be shocked. This is Smash Mouth Talk. If you can't accept that, then fuck off. I'm your host, Louis B. I takes no bullshit from nobody. Actually, expose the bullshit in society and chop it up into easy to digest chunks for you. Today won't be any different. We're going to be talking about the gas prices and how some leftists are blaming capitalism. And actually, one uh, ca- uh, one. Leftist in particular, which is why I decided to do this show because honestly, I am sick and tired of this motherfucker with a passion. Of course, it's Luis Marquez, uh, the uh, Antifa thug from Seattle, when he tweeted this. Capitalists crying about price of gas makes me laugh. Don't they understand their fucked up philosophy? It's not capitalism. It's not capitalism. Um, it is, uh, we're, and we're gonna break that down. We're gonna break it down, break it down, break it down, down, break it down, break it down, break it down, down. So we're gonna break it down, and uh, that's um, because I got some, got some things, uh, got some notes, made some notes. Um, I want to be playing some videos that I um uh, that I found. Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm a little bit distracted because um I forgot to renew the fucking certificate, safety certificate on my site, and now I cannot log on, which means I have to yep. Enter risk ahead, go back, recommended, advanced, error code certificate, go back. Accept the risk and continue. Okay. All right. All right. Accept the risk. How come fucking, like, honestly, why the fuck doesn't 
Yeah. All right. So the fucking thing doesn't want. Okay. Ugh. Okay. I got a. Uh, all right. Lots of th- lot of things to do. I got a fucking. So Chrome Chrome doesn't allow you to fucking uh, accept the fucking risk. But uh, okay. All right. Yeah, let me let me show you what I, what what is going on before I continue the show cuz you know I am um I am very um transparent so I'm going to have to fix this and uh if anybody wants to help me if they could fix it I probably probably going to have to pay for this. Yeah, so I tried logging in and uh, see so it's uh certificate not valid. Ugh, uh. Fucking, fucking obliged. So now, all right. Anyways, um, <laughs> anyways, like to thank. First of all, before before I get started, we're probably gonna have to get in contact with him, see if he can help me out. Um, but anyways, if you guys have any problems with your devices or computers, your computer or your your website, check out our friend from uh, from Germany. Uh, this is Beyond Bytes. I uh, go to beyond dash b y t e s dot com. That's beyond dash b y t e s dot com. He he helped me with my site before. I'm going to like as you can see, it's from uh, from Germany. So it's uh it's uh he's he's really good at what he does. So definitely check him out. All right. So. Why is the fucking prices high? No, they want to blame capitalism. Everything is capitalism, 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 capitalism. Because it's so wrong to make money. It's so evil to make money. Um, idiots. Uh, well, first let me let me go go play this video. Uh, which one? Boom. Here, let me play this right here first, and yeah. For most Americans, that means what the U.S. says and does will impact what they pay at the pump. Here's what drives oil prices. World affairs are just one of many factors that dictate oil prices. If you're in the world of oil, monitoring the ebbs and flows of crude prices is second nature. Most investors either follow WTI or Brent crude. Brent crude refers to oil from certain oil fields in the North Sea, and it's used as an international benchmark for oil prices. And West Texas Intermediate is one type of light crude that is drilled in the U.S. and serves as a benchmark for U.S. oil prices. If you're not an oil analyst, it may seem like a lot to keep up with. But regardless of which of those contracts you follow, the gist is the same for both. Oil prices are influenced by three major factors. Supply, demand, and geopolitics. Supply and demand just has to do with how much oil is available and how badly people want it. Supply has historically been determined by countries that are part of the Organization of the Petroleum Exporting Countries, also known as OPEC. But now, the United States is playing a bigger role in supply, thanks to the booming production from American shale fields. So, if major oil-producing countries are pumping out a lot of oil, the supply will be high. Just look at what happened in 2014. At the OPEC meeting in November, Saudi Arabia made the decision that they were not going to cut back production. They were going to continue to produce 
at record high levels. And at the same time, you had very robust output from the United States and from other producers around the world. It was more oil than the market needed. Oil prices crashed as producers pumped more than the world could consume. OPEC was largely blamed for the freefall in oil prices because it refused to cut down its production. But OPEC said that U.S. shale drillers were to blame for pumping too much and that they should cut their production first. In 1973, Arab members of OPEC put an embargo against the United States as a retaliatory measure. After the embargo, the oil supply in the U.S. was so scarce and the demand was so high, it drove the price of oil to the point that gas stations began rationing gasoline. Demand, on the other hand, is determined by how much need there is for oil at a given time. Think of the need for things like heat, electricity, and transportation. The more economic growth a region sees, the more demand there will be for oil. And then there's the question of how the market will react to renewable energy. A lot of this will be impacted by public policy, but at the end of the day, renewable can only displace hydrocarbon if it's economically feasible. Right now, renewables are still more expensive than hydrocarbon, so consumers aren't going to voluntarily make the switch. Geopolitics. Remember how supply is determined by the big oil-producing countries? Well, if there's tension with one of those countries, like a major war or conflict, it could throw off the supply of oil, which would then alter the price of it. Particularly when situations in the Middle East or other oil-rich regions of the world would flare up and there would be conflict, you would generally speaking see a, a little bit of an uptick in the price of oil as a result, just by virtue of the risk of supply being disrupted or of means of transportation being disrupted, such as a canal or pipelines or workers going on protests, things like that. Just think back to 2003. After the U.S. invaded Iraq, oil prices went up. And with instability in the region, people weren't immediately sure what would happen to the supply. More recently, President Trump pulled out of the Iran nuclear deal and restored sanctions on Iranian oil exports. Oil prices hit three and a half year highs as traders tried to figure out how the sanctions will impact global oil supply. That's what makes the oil market so fascinating is that it's really um, a very interesting interplay of financial markets, the economy, and those are two very different things, the currency markets, geopolitics, and the environment. The energy industry is sure to evolve, and it remains to be seen what role oil will play in the future. But for now, the oil markets remain a powerful force in the world of economics, geopolitics, and your commuting budget. So yeah, more more fucking uh, more fucking yeah yeah. What's up? This is me, Louis B. What's up, man? Unfriendly hood. What's up? Uh, goodness, while that video was going, I'm trying to figure out how to fucking update the SSL uh certificate on my site because it fucking expired. Um, <laughs> so anyways, yeah. I mean, part of the reason why the prices have gone up is because. The uh, production is down. We're producing less oil. Why are we producing less oil? Because it's not environmentally friendly. What's the difference between the the environment getting ruined here than the environment getting ruined elsewhere? It's still one planet. <laughs> um. In fact, who's to say that? the way we extract oil is not safer than what other countries do. 
or it's pretty much the same thing. Like we're buying, like this was the whole point in not having to buy oil from foreign countries. This is what was called being fucking fine. Uh, 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 of course, ah, fuck me. <laughs> Environmentally, uh, I mean, uh, energy, energy independent. That's what Trump pushed. Energy independent. If we don't need oil, like they can't hold us hostage. They can't tell us what to do. But the first thing fucking Biden did was shut down the Keystone Pipeline, which also fucked up jobs. And then he fucking pumps more money into the the economy than and causes inflation that we need, didn't need. So, anyways, let me place this other video. Uh, we got a. Uh, Okay, which one should I play? Add the markets. Maintain your liquidity. Okay. Yeah, we got this. Okay. All right, we got that. Okay. I'm going to play that first. And then we're going. Okay. I am smelling like a rose that somebody gave me on my birthday. All right, play this real quick. And. Keep putting this upward pressure, this, this continuing for what, six weeks now, upward pressure on oil prices. Yes, there's the geopolitics at play here, but are we also focusing on a supply story that maybe isn't keeping up with recovering demand? Yeah, produce more. Yes, I think it's very much a case of geopolitics and concern about supply and also optimism um, about how strong demand is at the moment and how uh, the Omicron variant really isn't hitting oil, oil consumption all that much uh, globally. It's pretty difficult to find an oil bear at the moment if you talk to analysts and traders. Pretty much are all in the, let's say, in the Mike Worth camp uh, saying that it's very possible that oil will hit uh, $100 a barrel in, in the the next few months. When it comes to geopolitics, the Ukraine-Russia um, issue is very much front and center of traders' minds today and has been over the last few weeks. There's also the uh, the attacks in the UAE. They're not as important at the moment just because those attacks have not led to much damage or, uh, or, or casualties, but that's another bullish factor for oil. But this issue of dwindling spare capacity in the oil market is really what's at play here. That's something that's really come uh, to the front of uh, traders' minds in the in the last few weeks, they see many oil producers around the world struggling to increase production. Paul, I'm going to ask you a really difficult question. Can you try to give some kind of uh, quantifiable estimate for how much of a premium is in the price for Russia Ukraine? If we magically had tomorrow that Russia's military pulled back and weren't on the border and tensions were gone completely, how much oil prices fall? Do you reckon? There would definitely, I think there definitely would be a pullback um, of, of some kind with oil prices because there is a, uh, um, a premium. Well, here's the thing. I mean, honestly, look, I'm just going to put it out there. Fuck the rest of the world. Fuck the rest of the world. How's about we produce our own oil like we used to, like we were doing under Trump, sell to the rest of the world, and we would cut fucking Russia out of the fucking deal. And let us make some money. Like, honestly, when countries that sell oil, they fucking boon. In fact, I'm going to, I'm going to play this one clip, this uh, clip from, uh, whoops, what the flip did I just, ah, 
fucked up. All right. No, I didn't. Okay. No, I didn't. Boom. Gonna play this one. I'm gonna play this clip about Venezuela when Venezuela was, uh, me when Venezuela was producing. Here, let me boom. All right, play this. Founding members of OPEC and the only one outside the Middle East. When President Carlos Andres Perez nationalized the industry and founded state owned oil giant Pedesa. Venezuela was pumping 3 million barrels per day. And the money rolled in. Oil revenues helped build one of Latin America's most modern capitals and created a thriving middle class. In 1999, a military officer, Hugo Chavez, became Venezuela's president and launched the Bolivarian Socialist Revolution. He benefited from a commodities boom that lasted until 2014. The president spent much of it on social projects to help the poor, but a lot was squandered. Entonces, si no tienes eso, no podías sostener. Entonces, abusabas de la propia industria petrolera y debilitaste a la no petrolera. Si tú siembras ese, ese, ter ese terreno a lo largo de los... Ok, let me, let me read what she says here. And without that, it was unsustainable. They abused the domestic oil industry and crippled it. If you show, uh, if, if you sow this uh, sort of field over years, you are in, uh, in incubating hyperinflation. Tú siembras ese, ese, ter ese terreno a lo largo de los años, estás incubando una hiperinflación. Before Hugo Chavez, there was an oil opening that brought in. Um, uh, all the big uh, oil companies to the country, uh, they invested a lot of money and added about 1.1 million barrels of capacity. And so the combination of this new uh, oil coming from these private companies with the oil price boom hit to the country that uh, the national oil company was being destroyed. After an oil strike that ended in 2003, Mr. Chavez sacked 18,000 workers, many of them highly skilled. From then on, appointments at PDVSA were often political. After Mr. Chavez's death in 2013, Nicolas Maduro took office. Soon after, the oil price crashed. The economy went into tailspin and has never recovered. More than 5 million Venezuelans have left. Those who have stayed face shortages of food, fuel and medicine. Mr Maduro has been forced to import petrol from Iran as he struggles to keep the nation afloat. Against this backdrop, US President Donald Trump has imposed crippling sanctions. In January 2019, Washington targeted Pedersa to deprive Mr Maduro of cash and force him from power. At the time, the US was the biggest buyer of Venezuelan oil. Now it doesn't buy any and is pressuring other countries to follow suit. Right. Today, Treasury took action. Because honestly, we don't want, like, 
We don't need foreign oil. We really, like, honestly, I don't give a fuck about the rest of the world. I don't. I really don't. I don't give a fuck about the rest of the world. What I do give a fuck about is this country. We are being affected because fucking Biden does not want to, does not want to pump our own oil. In fact, I was listening to Rudy Giuliani's show last week on WABC, and he said that New York State has gas, has natural gas that we could be drilling for, which would help our state. But they don't want to touch it. And he he made the he made the point again. What's the difference between another country elsewhere harming their environment? Because it's the same environment getting harmed. But we could do it safer here. And we would benefit. You know, we would fucking benefit. Imagine New York freaking drilling its own oil. Uh, we are producing. We're, 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 we're selling oil. We're selling barrels. It's, but we are sitting on a gold mine. But they don't want to drill it. All in the sake. This is all part of the new reset. It's uh, it, it, it is going, it, it is fucking bananas. It really is. It's like, it's like that old adage. Well, no, like most of our parents have said this, like mom, dad, I want McDonald's. Why? We got McDonald's at home. The fuck? What are you talking about? I mean, and you got Luis the leftist. Oh, we're going to blame capitalism. Oh, capitalists are crying. I find it funny. It's the philosophy. When the state is controlling the means of production, that's socialism, not capitalism. Because capitalism is supply and demand. If you have more supply than you have demand, you have to lower prices. I mean, duh, I'm not a fucking economist. I'm not an economist. I haven't even started to learn micro, micro and macro and micro uh, economics yet. But that makes sense. Like we got fucking, why we got McDonald's at home. Why are we buying McDonald's from Russia? Russia hates our guts. Stop buying oil from countries that hate us when we have our own fucking oil that we can freaking sell to around the world and we can benefit. How's about we sell so much oil that we pay off our national debt? Mm, Does that make some sense? That makes a lot of sense to me. How's about we worry about paying our national debt than fucking buying oil from everyone? In fact, how shit, sell enough oil, freaking have enough exports that we could actually afford some of these fucking socialist programs you motherfuckers want to put in place. Does that make any fucking sense? I mean, it makes a lot of sense to me. Makes a ton of sense to me. So, yeah. 
How the fuck? Okay. All right. So <laughs> it's uh goodness. I'm so I can't believe this fucking SSL fucking shit. Like it is state social what 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 else? Okay. You know, it is state social, it's not capitalism, it is state state socialism. It is state socialism. It's capitalism. Everybody wants to be cap everyone, you know, everyone's a fucking not capitalist naturally. Like even even the left are a bunch of capitalists. I mean, freaking AOC was selling her fucking sweater for like $50, $75. Uh Bernie Sanders was selling a sweater with his picture with the fucking mittens that uh that his policies like what the 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 lady that made them, she had to close up shop because she couldn't afford the fucking taxes. You have the state choking the fuck out of businesses. You have the state, even with this oil crisis, this this oil crisis, because we don't have, we do not have a lack of oil. There's no such thing as peak oil. This is not fossil. These are not fossil fuels. These are not fossil fuels. They, they, that, that's a whole entire fucking myth. I, it, it's just fuck. If they really cared about the fucking environment, they would allow the free market to fucking flourish. They would freaking have common sense ideas. Like I, I and I keep saying this: use the railroads. There are miles of railroads in this country that are not being used that could be used to transport goods that could be used to get the get the goods from the fucking ports fix the they would fix the fucking supply chain issues they would allow this and oh, covid 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 watch covid's going to come back there's going to be a whole new fucking deadly strain here, here's a new, uh, you can't, there's a new lockdown, lockdown 2.0. The man can't even fucking stay on a fucking, uh, uh, fucking bike. I mean, honestly, did you see that video? Son of a bitch was riding a bike and everyone's cheering like, woo, he's riding a bike. Like, what? what is he, two? He's fucking two years old, isn't he? It's like, wee. He made the he made a duty. What are we gonna do? We're gonna clap for him? Like Joe Biden is the participation trophy of fucking presidents. Like, am I wrong? Oh, at least he's not saying mean things on Twitter. Turn the fucking pipes on, Biden. Brandon, turn on the fucking oil. Oh, that's all you have to fucking do. Turn the oil on. 
Get the prices low. Freaking make America fucking produce more more oil. Allow more oil, American oil to be produced. Allow more American drilling. Freaking allow people to fucking work. Sell to the rest of the world. Cut the bullshit with this fucking supply chain issues. Start allowing fucking the ports to be reopened and have people working, bringing the shit in so that way people can fucking live. Allow the import of fucking baby formula. Oh, here's another thing. Here's a major thing I would do as president. Cut the bullshit with the 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 uh, farm subsidies, so that way they're forced to have to grow other other types of vegetables and 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 produce to lower the price of food. That would drop it drastically. Oh, we're so focused on grain and and corn. All right, that's nice. That's fine. That's fine. And daddy, how's about some tomatoes? How's about some Brussels sprouts? All this shit. Lower the price of a fucking salad. Why does a fucking salad cost more than a goddamn burger? That just... What the fuck? Hell, I'm a fat dude. I need fucking... I can... How's about a salad? Make a salad 99 cents. That'd be fucking fantastic. Fucking fantastic. Oh, man. I got the hiccups. But capitalism, it's all capitalism's fuck. No, it's state socialism, you piece of shit. Fuck it. Fuck Luis Marquez, man. Honestly. Fuck fucking uh, Antifa, man. Bunch of, it's capitalism. Bunch of motherfuckers that want to paint on a fucking canvas. Paint the fucking pussy. Look, paint the stick figure pussy and call it art. Gen- you fucking genius. I got the fucking hiccups now. Anyways, I got the I got the number going. If you guys want to call in, the number is 347-927-6824. That number again is 347-927-6824. The number is on the screen. That's a oh man, that's a call-in number. Whoever's watching from Twitch, how how you guys doing? How you doing? Listening from Twitch. But yeah, Luis Marquez. Let me, in fact, let me get a picture. Let me oh damn, I got the hiccups real good. Maybe if I see his picture, it'll scare me. Not really. It just pisses me off. Uh, Luis Marquez, Antifa. I got to put Antifa. This is a baseball player. Luis Angel Canena Marquez was a professional baseball player. Yes. Yes. I, I would rather that Luis Marquez than having to deal with this. You know. Like I've done I've done shows about this idiot, so it's like fucking fucking tired of this motherfucker. Let me put play put a picture on him. Picture of him. Then all night I'm gonna have to be working on my fucking fucking SSL. Okay. Ah oh, fuck. Disable your ad blocker. Nah, nah, nah. Disable the fucking ad blocker. Always. All right. This 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 fuga. I can't say the fucking word because I'll it'll get me kicked off of most of the shit I'm streaming on. 
goodness. Yo, whatever you do, can, can someone talk to uh talk to this cat to get me on fucking uh uh, uh um uh, a cozy TV so that way I could like really go really go off. <laughs> Just really go off on motherfuckers like fucking fur. <laughs> Goodness, I don't want to have like honestly stop streaming to these motherfuckers that like to fucking so so yeah. There's that motherfucker. He really looks like his his parents took all the fucking vaccines in utero. Like, look at that fucking face. And mind you, this motherfucker right here, he likes to talk. He, first of all, he likes to spit on people and then hide behind other people because he's he's that he's that much of a fuck. He's he's the shit. Probably He does all this dumb shit And he fucking He never gets fucking arrested Like Luis Marquez Like I Like I listen to his podcast He does He's called this This podcast Well actually I'm not gonna say the real name But the name is The, the name I call it This podcast is deemed Problematic Because all this motherfucker does Is fucking try to hit on his female co-host Like Yoon Yoon Like Are you okay Yoon Yoon doesn't have nothing to fucking say. <laughs> That's another fucking mental midget. She has nothing to say. She's like a fucking Asian Cherry Shivo. Like, uh. Look up Cherry Shivo if you don't get the fucking joke. I mean, it's like Luis Marquez. Like, he will try to fucking rape. Try to fucking sexually assault people. Uh, in fact, you could look it up. Like people, people have like fucking called this motherfucker out on shit. Uh, it's it's fucking sickening. Luis Marquez, man. Luis Marquez would like he 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 actually tried to hit on like a trans woman. Well, no, that wasn't him. That was uh that was another fucking idiot. Like like these guys are are fucking creeps. But Luis Marquez, he tries to hit on women in Seattle and be like, I'm the leader and try to take over whatever thing that whatever project they're doing and try to like, if they don't fucking sleep with him, he'll freaking say, oh, you're a fed. You're a fed. And that's the type of motherfuckers like, oh, it's capitalism. It's cap. How's about you get a job? You too busy getting fucking arrested. I don't know why the fuck he's never spent a, a fucking uh, is not got in jail, man. Like honestly, everyone that's fucking that he spits on me, fucking gets knocked out. They're the ones that go to jail. Like honestly, if I ever go to Seattle and I see Luis Marquez, it is on site. I am challenging him to mutual combat because Seattle's a mutual combat state. It's capitalism, capitalist. <laughs> I think it's funny. No, you're not that smart. You're not smart at all. It is state-sponsored socialism. It's state socialism. When you have the state fucking, uh, uh, you know, controlling the means of production, that is what that is. That is not capitalism. Capitalism is about uh, uh, supply and demand. You have, we have more than enough to supply the world. We can make so we could rake in so much money that we would become a creditor nation again. 
I mean, honestly, that's the one thing Trump probably dropped the dropped the ball on. We should we should have been more worried about becoming a creditor nation, freaking worried about fucking all these social media companies fucking keeping their fucking mouth shut and letting us talk the way we talk. Like, let us talk that shit. Like, but you don't. They don't fucking. They don't fucking uh, apply the fucking rules. Uh, uh, equally, and plus, they context doesn't matter with these companies. They'll just automatically shut you down. But hey, 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 okay, okay. Let me stay on the fucking oil. I'm sorry. I'm, I go on a fucking tangent. It's just, it's just fucking upsetting. Fucking, you got this freaking dude from troll market saying it's capitalist. It's capitalism. Capitalism is evil. Um, not as evil as uh, socialism and communism that was like would let people starve to death. At least with capitalism, there's a fucking chance. There's a fucking chance to like crawl yourself out of the bullshit if you work hard enough. You get you. It's it's it is a natural it, like like really think about it when when. We're born when we're kids, we're developing. We are natural capitalists. We 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 are all about getting a reward for what we do. That's capitalism. Naturally. Kids, you know, they get a piece of property, they they want it, they want to keep it. It's theirs. Natural capitalism. You don't have to be taught capitalism like you don't have to be taught to be straight. <laughs> it's just natural. It's all these outside forces that fuck your head up. Like money bet, if children were not fucked with, they would probably be naturally straight and naturally capitalist and naturally conservative. Naturally. Naturally. But you want to put all these fucking outside forces. All these outside fucking forces. And, um, eh, fuck it. Let me do a chat overlay. If you guys want to chat, there we go. We got, like, talk, talk to me. <laughs> so, but it's like, it's so, like, you know, the people that blame capitalism are a bunch of do nothing motherfuckers that don't got nothing going for them, that want to paint on the fucking, do stick stick figures of pussy on a fucking canvas and think, oh, this is going to make me rich. This is gonna, I'm going to sell this. This is going to be for the cost. Like, no, nobody wants that. Nobody wants a stick figure pussy or a stick figure dick painting in their house. Oh my goodness. Where did you get?
All right. Okay. Let's. All right. Okay. All right. We're up. We're back up. All right. We're back up, everybody. Shit. All right. Okay. All right. We're up. We're back up. All right. We're. Okay. We're back up. Okay. Very good. Very good. We're back up. I don't know what the fuck happened. Ugh. Fucking retarded. Fucking retarded. Okay. Anyways, had some technical issues. We're back up. Uh, I guess, uh, you know, but that's all I got to say right now. So, um, yeah, as always, from uh, I'd like to thank everyone for listening. I'm going to have to fix. I'm going to be fixing my set after. But anyways, like, thank everyone for listening. This has been the Crouch Out Radio Show. And as always, from my house to your house, mahalo. And that's the end of my show. Donk. Hope you're all right. It's been rough, Mr.